Sukadav Zayin. Today's first email comes from Yisrael Adler, Sruli Adler. He says, Dear Rebbe Shlita, there are no words to explain the geshmak that you're putting into the shir. It's a chiddush for a litvak to have such a geshmak like a chassid. <laughs> if you were part of the shir and you see the achdus that we have, there's no difference, litvak, chassid, it's all the same. I want to warn you in advance, till you don't see any kol kaira against the shir, you didn't succeed. In other words, he's saying that if the Rabbanu didn't come out against it, it's not good. From your Talmud who listens and learns at Torah anytime for quite a few months now, Sruli, Adler, Spring Valley, New York. Thank you, Rib Sruli. And I thought this was a big Hashgacha Pratis. Avigdor Weiss from Clifton, New Jersey says, Good morning, Rebelli. I already feel a connection, although we never met. My mother grew up on 6548 St. Louis Avenue in Lincolnwood, Illinois. What's amazing is we just purchased a house directly across the street from this house, literally this week. Her maiden name is Schnell. Her father was Jack Schnell. Curious if you knew them. My uncles are David and Tani Schnell. Of course I knew them. I know them. I played basketball with them. I know them very well. Curious if you knew them. Uh, I've been trying to keep it up with Chabura. But it was, it was your interview with Yaakov and Achi. Everything changed. You're trying to convince Yaakov Langer to join. But he said he was doing Kinam Sechta. I myself am doing it now. Hence, it's been difficult. But now that I'm doing Sukkah, I figured it's the perfect time to join. I didn't even wait. I started at Yuma Pei Hey. Just like you said, don't wait until the Masech is finished. Start today when you have the inspiration. Thank you for sending me the Gemara. I'm still trying to figure it out. Thank you, Rebelli, for making learning Gishmak and fun again. Avigdor Weiss from Clifton, New Jersey. Thank you, Avigdor. So, Sukkot Davzayin. We learned, Machloikas, how many walls do you need? Two full walls plus a Tavach, or three full walls plus a Tavach. But where do you put this Tavach? So we have a big Machloikas here. According to Rav, you take that Tavach, and you put it keneged hayoitze, meaning you take it and you put it adjacent to one of the walls, one of the two walls, either one. And other Amaroyim passing like that, although we don't pass like that. Rav Kahan and Ravasi asked Rav, we have a better idea. Why don't we take that tevach, instead of connecting to the wall, put it in the corner where the other two walls were supposed to be. And now it'll be as if it's closing off the two walls that don't exist. Rav did not like this idea at all. He didn't even bother to answer them. Rabbi Sivan says, you take this tefach, and you make sure it's a tefach soicheik, slightly larger than a regular tefach, wider fingers, and you put it at a distance of three tefachim from the wall. So now, three tefachim is lavud. It's as if the gap is bridged and closed. And now we have a total of four tefachim wall. Four is the majority of the seven tefachim that you need, and therefore it's okay. Rabbi Yudha says, a sukkah that has, it's like a mavi that has walls that are foolish, meaning it's breached open on both ends, the mavi. So you take this tefach and you put it on any one of the walls that you want. According to Rabbi Simon, you need a piece of wood that's four tefachim wide, and you take that four tefachim and you put it three tefachim away from the wall and together you have seven and that's a kosher wall. Now why is it not, not enough to have a tefach soichik like we said before? Because in a mavim of foolish you don't have two walls that are touching each other. It's one plus one and therefore one tefach is not enough. Rava says, and we have three sheets is what he said. He says you take that one tefach that we're discussing and you cut it in half and you make a tzursa pesach, a shape of a door. Or, another pshat is, you take that tefach, you use it either as a tefach or as a tzur pesach. And the third sheet is, you do both a tefach and a tzur pesach. Rava says, even though that on Shabbos, 
Shnayim kil chazam shlishis afilu tefach doesn't work. You cannot make a rishus hayachid out of two walls and a tefach. But on Shabbos sukkah, it's an unbelievable chiddush. Since this wall is a good wall for a sukkah, so it also creates a rishus hayachid on Shabbos for Shabbos, only on Shabbos of sukkah. Same thing, mechitza of shesi vayir. Let's say you take small little slats of wood that are only a finger breadth, and you put them three away, less than three tefachim away from each other. So now you bridge the gap with lavud. It's as if it's completely closed off, and it's a real wall. Sukkah that has two walls with a lot of doorways in between them. In other words, it's parutz merubala oymed. The openings are more than the actual closed portion of the wall. On Shabbos, that wouldn't work. But since it's a good mechitza for sukkah, so sukkah Shabbos, the Shabbos of sukkahs, it works. But a regular Shabbos, it wouldn't work because you need oymed merubala parts. The third wall, you need a tefach soichik, on a wall on, on sukkahs, not on Shabbos. But on Shabbos, you don't need a tefach soichik, you don't need a full tefach. All you need is a lechi that's a mashu, a kolshu, because a lechi doesn't have a shear. Rava says that if you take schach and you put it over four diyumdim, as we discussed, L-shaped pieces of wood, that's kosher. Now we don't learn this halacha from the halacha that we said before, that if you put schach on top of a mavi, because... On top of a mavi, you have real mechitzas. They're just not touching each other, but the real walls. The yumdim, on the other hand, are not real walls, but you have four of them. So each one has its own little chiddush. If, for instance, the sun comes in through the wall, so Tanakhama says it's kosher, that's how we pass in, but according to Rabbi Yosh, it's unbelievable. This sukkah, since sun is coming through, is a puzzle sukkah because he learns it from the pasuk. The parochas, the curtain, creates a schach, creates some sort of shade on the aron. So, in other words, the walls have to create shade. The mechitzas have to create shade. The Tanakhama says that this pasuk is saying yes, it creates shade, but the curtain was bent a little bit on the top, and that's what created the shade, the top part. Abayi says there are eight Tanaim that say that a sukkah must be a diras keva. It has to be a permanent house. We don't pass like that. Even though we have eight Tanaim, we don't pass. Rebbe says that you need a sukkah that's four amas by four amas. That means it has to be a dira. Rebbe Yudas says sukkah that's taller than 20 amas is kosher, meaning even though it's a dira kfua. Rebbe Shimon says you need four walls. It has to be a real house. Rebbe says, if you make your sukkah on top of a wagon or on top of a boat, it's possible because that's to be a real dira, dira keva. Vishami say that a sukkah, a small sukkah, needs to contain roishoi virubai. Not only that, shulchanah. Why do you need a table? Because it has to be a dira keva, like your regular house has a table. And a cherim say, if you make your sukkah like a shaivach, meaning a circular sukkah, like a, a tall migdal, for, for chickens, it has no corners. People don't live in houses that don't have corners. It's not considered a sukkah. Again, you need to have a dira skeva according to all these eight have a wonderful day.